Mic check. Are you there? Are you listening? Here's the question. How do you show up in the world? How do you show up to your friends, your lover, your children, your roommates, to your job, to the people who care about you, to people who don't even know you? How do you show up in the world? That's our topic for today on Raw Talk, Women Uncensored with Adlor Cassius. Thank you for joining. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. So I have a few rules that I live by and not to the letter. I try my best. I can be horrible. I can also be self-loathing, but I try. So here, try with me. Are you honest? I mean, really honest. I'm honest to a fault. Uh, I'm not that great a liar. I try to lie sometimes, but it don't go too far. I end up telling the truth. And sometimes that get me in trouble. And that's why it's number one on my list of how I show up in the world. I show up honestly. Um, There's just no other way to put it. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest about what motivates you. Be honest about why you're doing something. And sometimes that honesty does not extend past your lips. I'm not saying to divulge everything in your heart. It's just to be honest with yourself. Can you imagine? That's a thought. Be honest with yourself. The other way I show up is to communicate effectively. I like to be impeccable with with my words. I like to um, ensure that I am understood. And and I try not to railroad the conversation. On a podcast, it's kind of difficult not to railroad the conversation because I'm the only one talking. But I like to be understood. And so sometimes you need to take a deep breath roll it around in your mouth, the words that is, and then carefully let the words come out. Now, a very smart person told me this before, because being honest, you know, what's attached to that being tactless. And I've been, I've been accused of being tactless. I accept it. I know that I can be tactless. And that's why the only topic I could go with this segment or this whole podcast is raw talk because I can be quite tactless. So I need to work on my communication, but that's my number two in what is really important to me and how I show up and how I'm perceived to be an effective and positive communicator. Number three, I'm fair. I don't care about people's past too much. Um, especially if it doesn't bleed into the future, we are not beholden to our past in such a way that we can never change or we can never grow. And don't let anyone tell you different. Um, you have a right to change your mind. You have a right to change your beliefs. You have a right to, um, to just go in another direction. And the same way it's unfair for you to judge someone else. It's the same is it's in the same manner that it is quite unfair to be um, unfair to yourself. Like, can you imagine if someone was judging me based on the person they knew long time ago? Bye, girl, bye. 
Uh, The other thing is to be trustworthy. That's attached to honesty, right? But trust is still different. Are you trustworthy? Can you be trusted? Can you be trusted? So be trustworthy. The other one, and that falls right along with trust, right? Is to be respectful. My goodness, respect goes a long way. And a lot of times we're just disrespectful. We're disrespectful to other people. And sometimes honesty is misconstrued as being disrespectful, right? Having poor communication habits can be linked to being disrespectful. But if you're honest with yourself and you come from a good place, hopefully it translates into respect rather than being disrespectful. I'd rather tell you the truth and you think me disrespectful than be dishonest and you take me as being untrustworthy. So I I know I'm circling these words all around each other, but you will find that they are so interconnected that it's hard not to do that. Are you dependable? Ah, yeah, I'm dependable, but not all the time. And you have to, and this is part of me being honest with myself. I know that sometimes I can be, um, I know when I'm not being dependable, but it, it, it's one of those things that drive me crazy. When you say yes, you want it to be yes forever, right? And sometimes you want to be dependable, but halfway through what you've decided or what you've um, signed on to, you find that you cannot, you can no longer fulfill those obligations. And so that's where honesty and communication come in, right? So it's okay to let people down sometimes. It's okay to let yourself down sometimes. As long as you pick back up, Try to be as dependable as possible. How about that? Now, are you collaborative? Some people just don't work well with others. I I, I like to think I love working well with others, but then I like being alone. I think collaboration and working well with others, being collaborative has a lot to do with someone's perception of, of the other person, the other group, or, you know, not being able to trust if that person will match their energy in whatever it is that needs to be done. Or sometimes you have a personal project and people are not going, they're not going to share your passion for it. And that's okay. And that's where the collaboration for me can be, um, can be a bit, um, I, I, I take my time in, in, in collaborations because what it it can be seasonal. It can be, um, for that moment, you know, we can collaborate on this and this, and then something else, we just don't converge and that's okay. That's okay. And that's where dependability comes into play because before you sign on to be collaborative with someone or start a new venture with someone, you want to ask yourself, well, three months down the line, a year down the line, will I be able to depend on that person? Or will that person be able to depend upon me? Because we all have competing um, projects and we have different things that we want to do in our lives. Now in the job space, where there's usually a common goal, you want to be as collaborative as possible. And the the best way to be dependable in that collaborative space is to think about that end goal. 
So it, I, I, I wear so many hats that I have to, um, I have to be able to talk from different fronts and I'm, I'm just a woman. And I say, I'm just a woman, but I am a woman and I am all woman. Um, thinking on a space of being a parent, are you collaborative with your partner as far as raising those children, rearing them up, giving the children support? Are you collaborative in the children's lives? Do you make them feel like an attachment or an, or are they just addendums, um, to your lives or are you integrated into their lives? Um, do you depend on them and make them feel valued? So there are so many different circles that we run in, um, in our communities, in our homes, in our jobs, in our spaces with our friends, um, that you, you have the opportunity to be collaborative. And, um, that's all I'm saying that am I collaborative? I try to be as collaborative as possible. And sometimes I have to just go solo. Um, and that's because I'm genuine and that's the other thing I live by. I try to be as genuine as possible. Um, I can be a bit theatrical. So, and that's only because I love the arts and I love the way words roll, roll, see, roll, roll off my tongue. Um, but I like to be genuine. Um, being genuine is part of that honesty with yourself. It's so honest. Um, it's so pure. It's so wonderful to be able to sleep at night without thinking, dang, I was being fake. Um, and it's hard to be fake when you, um, have a face like mine. I have that face that betrays me. And sometimes I'm in an uncomfortable situation and anyone, um, can see through my facial expression that I am displeased. So it's hard to be fake when you're genuine at heart and you're so used to being honest with people. Um, and that's why the next one appreciation, I appreciate the hell out of everything. So I appreciate life. I appreciate the trees. I appreciate the air, everything. Do we appreciate, do we appreciate, do we recognize when, um, people are there for us? Do we recognize the, the efforts, the unmentioned efforts that are done on our behalf? Do we appreciate and that is attached to gratitude. Do you live in gratitude? Are you happy? And happiness does not mean you're, you know, happiness doesn't mean you're, you're always graciated. Is that a word? Um, you know, or being in gratitude rather is not, does not mean that you're always happy. Does that make sense? Um, what I'm saying is, to live in gratitude does not mean that you have everything you've ever wanted or everything is going great. It's just counting the small things that are working out for you right now. Are you breathing? That's working out for you right now. So say thank you to your lungs. Are you living in appreciation? So what I think about everything, um, how do I show up to the world? How do I, how do I navigate? I ask questions. I ask for ideas. Um, I gather information. I, I give people around me credit for what they've taught me. I say, thank you. I say, I'm sorry when I'm wrong. That's not an easy thing. I stay humble but I'm not meek. 
You know, people confuse humility with weakness. Being humble and being able to admit when you're wrong or being able to sit and listen to criticism does not affect me not, 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 not. It does not affect me in a negative way. It does not diminish who I am. And um, at the same time, at the same time, don't confuse my humility for um, for low self-esteem. Don't be so humble that you lose confidence in yourself. Being humble has nothing to do with confidence. Being humble is about being strong enough to allow and to appreciate other people shining and, and waiting your turn. And waiting your turn does not mean sitting still and not doing and working towards your goals. My dear, there's enough for everyone out here. So don't beat yourself up over it. And that's part of the fairness. You see, that's part of being fair to yourself. Now, we, 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 we talk about, we talked about communicating well, being honest Fairness, being fair, trusting, or are you trustworthy, respecting, respecting other people, being dependable, being collaborative, being genuine, being appreciative of the small things and any and everything that anyone does for you. Are you responsive? Ooh, that's a hard one. Are you responsive? What is responsiveness? Well, do you when I send you a text, do you wait like a whole day to respond? Guilty is charged because I don't, I don't live on my phone. So sometimes my phone is away from me and I'll, I'll, I'll get a text way later. But when I get it, I try to respond. It's kind of hard to not respond when you run a business, but do you respond to the people in your life? Um, I think, and I, and I'm guilty of this. We have um, a tendency to be more responsive to outsiders than the people in our very immediate circle that should and do mean a lot much more to us in the, at the end of the day, meaning, um, you might, for example, if you've received a text from your boss, oh, you're responding right away. But if your daughter is sending the fourth text about that sweater she wants, or those new, kicks those new sneakers she wants you know you tend to be less responsive I've turned that around and tried to be as responsive as possible but in a way where it my answer is definitive so that it's not revisited over and over again the people closest to us annoy us the most right and that is why we become less responsive to the people closest to us but let's not stop being responsive um that's important and I'm guilty of it. I'll work on it. You work on it too. All right. Are we here to protect and serve the ones we love? And it's, it, it, it always baffles me because yes, the police, the police is doing a horrible job on this protect and serve because based on their actions, they protect and serve themselves. Yes, I said it. But do you protect and serve? Do you? You know, we, we, we really, we go hard on a criticism of everyone and everyone else. But 
Addie, do you protect and serve the people who you love or the people around you? And sometimes you feel like the people who you love and the people around you don't deserve to be protected and served. You want them to get their due justice. You want, you know, some type of vengeance or revenge hit upon them so that you can feel, you know, satisfied, especially if someone has wronged you. But no, no. Protect and serve. Be loyal. Be loyal to the people close to you. Do you protect and serve people around you? I'm speaking to myself. And everything I've said here, I'm speaking to myself. You can believe that. Do you pay attention? Like we go on autopilot all the time. And people, we accuse men, women, we do. We accuse men of not listening. But we don't listen. We don't listen. We wait for our turn to talk. We don't listen. Do you pay attention? Are you aware? Because paying attention is not just listening. It's also listening to nonverbal cues. What are nonverbal cues? Can you tell when someone's just not having a good day? Can you shut the fuck up and let that person just be? Can you just give that person a pass when she bites your head off because she's obviously having a breakdown right now, but you're not getting it? Are we listening? Are we paying attention to one another? If I don't call you for a week, I might be going through something. Pay attention. Maybe I don't want to be bothered. Can you tell when someone's actually going through something? Do we care enough? Do we protect and serve? Period. Like, do we? And I'm guilty of it. Sometimes I've missed it. I've missed those cues. And I've been horrible. And, um... But when it happens to me, it forces me to self-analyze and say, wow, yeah, you know, ooh, I did that. Not cool. So do we keep secrets? Part of protecting and serving. You know, do we keep secrets? Secrets be so juicy. They have memes about it. People want to know the tea. And when you hold the tea, it's hard to hold the tea because it's too hot. You want to spit it out. And you feel powerful because you have a piece of information that maybe others don't have. But part of being a genuine and loyal and just being a good human being means shutting the fuck up. S-T-F-U, as Yaman Mustafa says. And I said, what does S-T-F-U mean? He says, shut the fuck up. That was like the best. I, I was like, what? But yeah, shut the fuck up. If someone entrusted you with a secret, even if you guys aren't friends anymore, even if the damage is irreparable to, you know, like you, you just know there's no, the bridge is broken. You guys will never be friends again, whatever, whatever, whatever was told in that space of confidence. If it's not about harming another human being or putting someone else's life in danger, you need to hold that secret. Because when you were given that secret, when you were entrusted with that secret and you decided that you were going to keep that secret, you gave your word. Can't stand people just spreading out secrets. You know, I, I hate that shit. But, you know, I've done it. I've spilled the beans before and I, I have a strategy. If someone comes to me with a secret, I listen and I train my brain to forget it. 
And it's worked so well that over the years, people will come back to me and say, remember that secret I shared with you? And I'm like, what secret? And I'm like, yo, I told you about this. You were the only person I told about this. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. I forgot about that. And you know why I forget about it? Because if I can't do something about it, and I was just told that secret because that person needed to vent, then it makes me, it's just taking up space in my brain and I have enough. So I just file it away to forgetfulness. Forget that. I don't need to remember your secret because it it serves me none. I have no motivation of remembering your secret. So not that I, I want your secret. I don't want your secret. Um, this is not an advertisement of myself, but I'm just saying when someone tells you a secret, keep it down, just keep it. Bear your humanities. What is that? That means remember that people are human. Remember that we all have a past. Remember that we all have stories. Remember that we all fuck up and we all achieve and we can. So if you can do that, if you can remember that we're all just human, then, you know, maybe you can get off your high horse and maybe you can stop putting on airs. Maybe you can stop acting like, you know, your shit don't stink or that others shit don't stink. We're all human. And so being overly fanatical about any one human being for me is a no, no. I think we're all human. I respect everyone. And everyone has great value to me um, in their place. You know, I don't need you for anything in particular, but I just respect people as humans. Um, And finally, give a damn. Give a damn. Give a damn. Give a damn about people. Give a damn about how you treat them. Give a damn about how you affect them, how you show up to this world. So I tell myself and I challenge myself on these things every day. I read from my journal because I needed to read from where I come from. Every few days I pick this journal up and I go back and I read this exact same list with the same probing question. The overarching question is, question is, how do I show up in the world? So my question to you today on Raw Talk, Women Uncensored is, how do you show up to the world? Have a great day.